Welcome to the Mind of the Fans podcast. Your go-to show for all things Premier League football. Join host David and Spy every week as they dissect the best and worst moments from each match. Delivering insightful analysis and engaging discussions from intense rivalries to top-notch performances. They've got you covered, but it doesn't stop there. Stay tuned for updates on major European games and breaking news. Get ready for an unforgettable football experience on the Mind of the Fans podcast. Let the games begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode five of Mind of the Fans podcast. We're so glad you could join us this week. We have so much in store for you guys. Well, not so much, but we have a decent amount for you guys this week. Spy, how you doing? I'm good, David. How are you? I'm amazing, bro. I feel energized. I've not had Celsius this week that much, but I feel really good. Honestly, you need to stop drinking, bro. Like, it's the best bro, drink. You love it, then I support you. Chill, Everyone the... go buy Celsius. Yeah. If David recommends it, then the best. Exactly. No, I'm trying to get them to sponsor us, you know. We have Celsius on the show, then we'll be like, sponsored by Celsius. Today's episode is sponsored by Celsius. Wouldn't that be oh, crazy? Boy. That would be cool. Exactly. And then we can also have Prime too. Prime can sponsor us. Oh, that's a big step. That's a big step. You know what? You should just go to London and then look for KSI and, be like, and then go on your knees and be like, please sponsor us, KSI. Easy. You need to find celebrities in this England then show our game. Is, is, Bir- is Birmingham in London? No, no. So is it different? Okay, so... If you go to London, what's the possibility of walking on the street and just saying, "How like?" Okay, so let okay, let's say like not London, like Arsenal Spurs territory. What's the possibility of seeing like people? Yes, during an Arsenal match, fifty percent. Fifty percent. That I mean, that's pretty decent. So because he has his own, uh, what is it called? His own VIP section. Well, so what do we have in store for you guys today? Well, first off, we have some little transfer stuff to talk about just here and there, especially related to, you know, Spice Club, My United, just little things here and there. And then we'll dive right into March week three and all that he had in store for us. And then, yeah, and then we'll round up from there. That's pretty much what we have for you guys this week. So let's jump right in, Spy. Yep, let's jump right in. So, starting with some transfer news, let's start with My United. My United have recently been hit with some injury blows lately. First to Luke Shaw and then to Rafa Varane. What do you think about that? Honestly, this season is going, is going down and down and down for United. Or rather, should I say for us? Yeah, because nice. yeah, exactly. Apparently, it was we, I think last training, Varane had a knock. But hopefully you'll be fit for the next game. But the way it's looking, it's, it's a bit techy for United because our striker that we purchased this transfer window, he hasn't even got it. Like, I don't know if he's 100% fit. I honestly don't know what's going on. Varane got his injury against Forrest. He got, he got a knock and then I think he was substituted. And then he they evaluated it and the report came out early today that it looked more serious than they expected. So that's kind of sad. But for your striker, Rosemary Hoyland, Rosemary Hoyland is meant to make his 
might he might make his debut against Arsenal on Sunday. So, oh, I have not decided about that game. Yeah, we just watch and we'll see. Yeah. So, we'll but United, yeah, go on. Yeah, but the the transfer business with United is you know they are looking for they were they were first going for you know Pavard from of Bayern, but then he chose Inter, and he's heading to Inter. That will probably be announced officially tomorrow, which is Wednesday. But then. You guys have left that, and now you guys are looking to loan Cucurella from Chelsea. Pay a loan fee of like about an excess of two million pounds. Honestly, I think if Cucurella comes, he has to because what he did last season to Madrid, he cannot do that in United. I would personally get him, and I mean, if he does that in my team, that you look at your left winger, he's free, and then you turn around and pass it back to your center. Yeah, he does that a lot. Like he does that a lot. Like every game he played, he was he was always. He couldn't carry the ball for just strength though. Because I don't I can't remember him doing that in Brighton, so it was strange. I mean, yeah, in Brighton he was more attacking, but in Chelsea he was like, I don't I don't understand what he was doing last season. Yeah, it's like but so it's weird. probably it's because he did not let's say he did not trust the winger in front of him. Or he know settle well in a big team. I'll give him that benefit of the doubt. But honestly, I don't know. But he he has that good left foot. He, He's attacking minded and I think he knows what to do if he has the right manager behind Yeah, I mean the right manager that can bring out like, you know, the style the style of play that what Deserby did for him at Brighton. Oh no, not Deserby, it was um yeah, this Potter. guy. Graham Potter, yeah. What yeah. Graham Potter did for him at Brighton. If Teha could probably do it if the deal actually goes through, be really good, you know. Considering you guys don't necessarily have a left back at this time. What about Malaysia? What's, what's wrong with Malaysia? I don't know. Maybe he's probably falling out of favor with Tenham, you know. Really? Probably. Because uh, he, has, uh, he hasn't played like... He prefers playing Dalo at left back instead of Malaysia. Even with Luke Shaw injured. Yeah, that is something we need to Exactly. Like, what is going on? Crazy, though. It's crazy. But, yeah, that's just on the United front, so... You guys are looking to get Cucurella from Chelsea. That's quite interesting. But and then also um this guy, Sof Sofiat Amrabat from Florentina. You guys are still also looking into that. And then also this guy from Spurs, Hoiberg, like before the transfer window ends Friday. Hoiberg, you I honestly I, that's one transfer that I would like it to happen because we need someone else that's sick in that midfield apart from Casemiro. Exactly, that can help Casemiro, yeah. Hundred percent, because Bruno and Mason Mount or Bruno and Ericsson, they're basically just leaving Casemiro alone there. Ericsson does do the dirty work sometimes, but Bruno's work rate is what really keeping United in the game, kind of. Yeah. Yes, Bruno nags and tries to do it too, but he has that work rate, he has that intelligence, that sportsmanship sometimes. And that's what keeps us in the game. But leaving Casemiro there, yes, he might be a five-time Champions League winner, but that's not that's not the Premier League. The Champions League is not the Premier League. Premier League, even a team like Sheffield United, would absolutely give you a long day to leave just one man. Exactly, just like what they did to City. City. Yeah. So, so you are very excited about Hoiberg from Spurs. I'm not excited, but I'd like it to happen. You like it to happen, yeah. 
That, I mean, yeah. me too. I'm, I'm not a United fan, but I see, I think it should happen because if Casemiro does get injured, considering Fred has gone, you cannot have McTominay in that midfield. That doesn't just work out. So, but, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Let's just move on. And I just want to touch on something before we move on. Jude Benningham, you know what he's doing at Madrid right now. You know, he's currently, he has like four goals in three games already. Like, he's just delivering Jude goals left, right, living, and center. He's living a dream. Jude is living a dream right now. And yes. honestly, what I would say for him is he should keep up the good work. Enjoy it while you are. Exactly. I think he could be the signing of this. I think. Madrid actually got a bargain for that signing. Like I think getting him for what they paid hundred and three euros plus some add-ons, I think that was just a steal. Considering what he's doing for them currently and like the we know the talent he he is as a player, like I think that's a steal for me. So absolutely I'm excited to see what he does. I think I think Yes, I in the previous podcast I said he was overrated, but right now, yeah, what I've seen him perform with what I've seen him do, he is looking like Zidane out there for yeah. a young boy to be calming Vinicius down. I'm telling Vinicius to keep your head in the game when it's meant to be the older ones telling the young ones to keep their head in the game. He has a is one player that's proven me wrong with what I've said, and I give him that. No, I've, we didn't. We didn't necessarily publish that episode where he said he was overrated. So for the viewers out there, Spy called Bellingham overrated. He said he was too expensive, and we don't know exactly what to get for him. So, oh, I'm happy he, he is proving Spy wrong. So, and you know, like I think that's one of like the leadership. His leadership qualities is one of the reasons why I think he's also a bargain. Like he actually, for how young he is, his leadership qualities are so. So large, like yeah, he's a born leader. Exactly, like it's crazy. So just wanted to touch and on that. I think that. his brother is literally following his exact footsteps. Yep, up at Sunland. Yep. Yeah. To be excited now, you know, as time goes on, it's exciting to see how they both pan out and how they both help their teams reach their the next stage. So, and lastly, before we close, like the chapter, the transfer chapter. Lukaku, you know, all that's been going on with Lukaku, it looks like it's finally gone through with Roma. Did you see that coming? Like, did you see Roma coming in to, like, loan him? Mm, no, no. I don't ever think that anyone's way. Yeah. But Lukaku, I don't know what he keeps on doing to the fans and to the world. But wherever he goes, he always has a problem with something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, Inter was like the one place where we all thought like he won't have problem, and then for some reason, the fans don't necessarily like him anymore. His his relationship with like the Inter board and the backroom staff have all broken down. Even with Martinez, remember? I don't know if you ever saw that thing that came out. That the interview that came out with Martinez, where he said he tried calling Lukaku and Lukaku refused to pick his call. I'll probably send it to you soon. But he he said that like he said yeah. I was like really Inter the one place that actually welcomed him full time. He like took them and just threw them to the wall. So, Kaku, Kaku, Kaku. For him to have the Juventus fans rioting about bringing it, bringing him into the club. Exactly, they literally did not want him. Bro, that was crazy though. That was a crazy time for Juve. Crazy time for Juve. 
I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm actually happy for him, you know, that he's found somewhere. And hopefully, you know, under Mourinho, he can probably get some things done, score some goals. And I think Roma are in the Champions They're not in Champions League, right? They're in Europa. Yeah. Wait. In one conference, was that the season before? No, that was the season before. Okay, yeah. They should be in I think they're in Champions League. Last season, it was. It was top four. Napoli. Inter, AC Milan. No, they are in Europa. Yeah, they finished sixth last season. They are in Europa. Oh wow! Okay. You no, know, under Mourinho, maybe he'll probably he can make it permanent. He can make it a permanent move because I think in the deal there's an option to buy or something. Because Chelsea just don't want him, so hopefully he can make that move permanent. So yeah, but I feel I mean Chelsea. If why didn't if I'm Lukaku, I'll literally just stay in Chelsea because Sterling is looking like he's back to his best. But it's not necessarily they're playing football in Chelsea right now. Yeah, why but it's not necessarily Chelsea that. It's not necessarily Lukaku that doesn't want to stay at Chelsea. It's more like Chelsea do not want him to stay. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. It's Lukaku's decision. Like, what's going on with him? I think after that interview, uh, some two seasons back, where he said he wished he wasn't, he never, he didn't leave Inter and things like that. I can't remember that interview. Yeah. Yeah, the whole relationship just broke down. Honestly, I think he should have just stayed with Everton, though. Because he started from where he he got known in Chelsea, he went Everton, he went back to Chelsea, he went to United, then Inter. Just he just he just I don't know. Lukaku, 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 Lukaku. Yes, sir. Let's round it up. Yeah, the transfer window in Europe closes this Friday. We were thinking of I don't know, Spy. Should we put up a transfer special? Just like transfer yeah. deadline special. We'll probably release that next week. Transfer yep, deadline yeah, sure. transfer deadline special. We'll probably release that next week as a bonus episode for you guys. So watch out for that info. And as usual, we want to appreciate you guys for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for vibing with us as we are vibing. We want to keep growing and you know keep improving. So thank you guys so much. In the words of spy, keep up the good work, keep you know. Yes, sir. So let's move on to business of the day. Premier League, Matrix 3. That was, an, I, was I don't know what to say to that. That was really a captivating Matrix. That was nothing short of drama. For you, nothing short of drama. For me, a very annoying game. Annoying, dramatic, captivating, speechless, breathless, whichever one you want to say. I think you all had it in it, you know. As a as a United fan, you felt it. As an Arsenal fan, I felt it. Probably even City fans felt it. Chelsea fans, not so much. Sports fans, not so oh, much. But you know, City fans felt it. Really, I've never seen City on string. A newly promoted side kept them on. Wow, fair play to Chelsea. They came. They came. They actually protected the home pitches. Exactly. Fair play to them. Fair play to them. Let's let's start off as usual with the, your predictions for the games, you know. So you didn't you didn't give score predictions for every game, but let's start off with the ones you did. Chelsea Luton went for three one. Bournemouth Spurs you went for Spurs winning. Arsenal Fulham you went for Arsenal winning. Brentford Palace you went for Palace three one. Everton Wolves you went for Wolves two 0 United Forest you went for United two 0 
with Onana keeping a clean sheet and a walkover for United. You have to specify those facts. Brighton West Ham went for Brighton winning 2-1. Burnley Villa went for Villa winning 2-0. Sheffield mm-hmm. City went for City winning 4-0. And Newcastle Liverpool went for Liverpool for Newcastle winning 2-0. Wow. Now the actual scores. Let's just bring up the actual scores. The actual scoreline of those games. Actual scorelines were Chelsea, Luton, Chelsea won 2 0. Yes. Spurs, Bournemouth, Spurs won 2 0. Arsenal, Fulham, so we draw there, 3 3. Brentford, Crystal Palace, 1 0, draw. Everton, Wolves, victory to Wolverhampton, 1 0. United, Nottingham Forest, 3 2 to United. Brighton, West Ham, 3 1 to West Ham. Burnley, Aston Villa, Aston Villa 1 3 1. Sheffield, Manchester City, Manchester City barely won that 3 1. Newcastle, Liverpool, Darwin special, Liverpool 1 3 1. Amazing, lovely, lovely scholar. Definitely, we'll try to, won't break every game down, but we'll try to, you know, top, just touch, touch the major headlines of the match week. I think we should start with our major, our first major headline, Anjbor. Anjbor is looking real good. You know, sports are playing some really good football over there. What do you think? Beginning of season. That's what I think. Beginning of season. That's what I think. That's what you think. Well, yes. so while we're currently recording this episode Tuesday, the first second round of the Carabao Cup just actually finished and sports lost on penalties to Fulham. So I could be right on you could be right on that by saying beginning of season. Madison is getting some way out because Madison always Exactly. So that's that's my fear for them. Yeah. That's my fear for them. That if Madison gets injured or if he has a stretch where he doesn't turn up, they will not go anywhere. Yeah. We've got we've got I got what Hing Mason, what's going on with Tom? Is he injured? No, he's not. He's just I don't know, he's just not on it. Like and I haven't on Friday. He did, he did. He's their captain. Wow, and he's quiet like that on the pitch. Oh, That's what I'm saying, him. exactly. And I have him on my FPL. That's he's actually paying No. Me. There I is do, no way you have Sonny. I do have him on my FPL. I'm, I'm you know, I have that this is, I have this thought in my mind hard. that he would he would actually do something. I have this thought in my mind that, that he would do something. Should I sell him? Your team is probably horror. Do you think I should sell him? Of course. Okay, let's not let's of not divert. Let's not to. let's not divert too much, yeah, but yeah. So Ange Boy is looking real good in these first few games of the season. I have to give credit to Spurs. Not my best team, but I have to give credit to them. They they are looking. Martin is looking real good on the ball, just playing those passes in where they need to be. So and credit to them beating Bournemouth two 0 right, Spy? Yes. Yes, beating Bournemouth two 0 So that's good for them. Next big game headline. United is 20 games unbeaten at home with comeback win against Forest. 20 games unbeaten at home. One more time. 20 games unbeaten at home with comeback win against Forest. Thank you so much. 20 games unbeaten at home. United, wow. When you come to Old Trafford, you don't go back with a result. Apparently, it's a fortress now. So, that's good. I think the last time you guys lost was against Brentford. Not Brentford. um, Brighton. That was the last time you guys lost at home. Opening day of the season, last season. Home of the Devils. The Red Devils. So, yeah. Apart from the 
20 games of beating, you know, the major headline, you guys coming back from 2-0, two goals early. I think the first four minutes, you guys were 2-0 down. Two quick goals by Forrest. How are you feeling seeing those two goals go in? I had a lot of mixed emotions. Because mixed emotions. I saw the first, first goal and then I was so confused of what Onana was doing. But I gave him that benefit of a doubt that he tried to like anticipate where or why how would I pronounce it, right? Very tricky in that way. Away. Away wanted to shoot the ball and he tried to like guess it, which he had not meant to do in the one one. This is my penalty. I don't know what he tried to do. But that was a shocking start of the game. The down to nil. Yeah, everything was just going down to Jane and then well, United started being united. And then I became happy. Happy for the result, but not happy for the gameplay. Do you know what? I think I think we fans too we as fans kind of look at the performance and be like, Oh, I wish we played better. But at the end of the day, if you guys get three points, isn't that all that matters at the end of the day? Yeah, the three point matters, but if if you see the way your players play, and that's not what the manager wants, and that's not what the fans want, yeah, you get all the result, but there's a lot of improvement to, to take from it. Yeah, definitely. A whole lot of improvement. Because the first goal, literally, one Bissaka could have defused the, like, the counter-attack way before he passed the halfway line. But he just got run through and did not even bother. Spider, come on. Do your toughest. Take the yellow card. Take one for the team. That's it. Exactly. He should have taken... I mean, it should have probably been a red card because it was just, he was the last man standing. But he could have just taken that for a team, you know. Definitely could have taken that for a team. Tactical foul sometimes. Take the yellow card. Take the five. Not a problem. Exactly. Let us use that as a segue to our next headline. Has now dropped two massive points against Fulham. And this goes back also, you know, conceding very early in the game. Back pass by Kayosaka. Really, when I saw it, because I was watching it, and when I saw it, I was pissed. I, I was watching, I was, no, I was actually watching match, match zone. No, not match zone. What's this one where they show like four games in a row? Four games at the same time. Go Rush? Go Rush. I was watching Go Rush at before I switched over to just watching Arsenal's game. I was watching Go Rush and then I saw the alert Arsenal Fulham go and I was like, okay, maybe, you know, Arsenal's die fast, quick game and then they switch over and I see the highlight. Saka pass out. I was like, oh, hell no. I was, I was... Yeah, I don't know what you guys were saying that first minute. But fair play, they caught, they caught both of us off guard in the first minute. So... I was at, exactly at then at then United, you know, United ended up constantly and I was like, okay, yeah, we'll yeah, we ended up getting the result, but unfortunately you guys did otherwise. Yeah, so yeah, Arsenal joined the game to 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 ten men full harm, considering that let's go from the corner, draw Polinia. I was quite pissed at that. And I kind of had faith. I I I tried to have faith that Arsenal end up scoring, you know, one late goal. That did not happen, so that kind of turned my morning into like a mixed feeling morning for me. So, but yeah, I me I feel like those are two massive points dropped for Arsenal, and it really kind of made me sigh a bit. But yeah, what 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 do you think? Two two massive points or just you know first games? No, 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 no. You guys deserve to either lose that match or get it draw. What do you mean? We, what, wait, wait, pause. What do you mean we deserve to? 
we we have we had everything possession stats all the stats were in our favor so what do you mean we deserve we we had can, them can on I, the can ropes I ask, can i ask a question yeah can i ask a question manchester united versus Wolverhampton. who deserves to lose united obviously okay but we had the possession they had the chances yeah but my point being is that we had them on the ropes like we had they just really played good defense. Their defensive line was just really good. So my point is, you lot deserve to lose the game. You were lucky to get a job. Next big point, Rodri saves City. <laughs> Rodri saves City. Rodri saves City again. He's always coming up big clutch for them. Big time. You know one thing about Rodri that I've noticed? He doesn't score no more goals. No, no, he doesn't. He's either he doesn't. a volley top corner, he plays scene from outside the box, a left-footed finesse against Bayern Munich. What do you want? Just score a normal tapping. He's a very interesting dude, though. He's he, Every time sitting in team, he comes up clutch. Like, I appreciate that for him. And then, other than that, he's, like, really good, like, defensively. Like, he holds them, that midfield together for City, you know? Yeah. But he, credit he to... Is what, he is what Ten Hag... Like, I think that's what Ten Hag is trying to do with Casemiro. Making, like, Single-handedly hold the midfield, but the way Manchester City play, they get every player involved in the game. That's not how United play. Exactly. Yeah, two different, two diff- two totally different playing styles. So, but credit to Sheffield, you know, they tried their best. They almost had City on the ropes. Haaland missing his penalty in the first half, also missing some. Once very... he missed it, I knew that he was going to score. Like. I knew that Haaland is not going to rest until he scores a goal. I was hoping, I mean, I wanted them to draw, but then I was hoping that Haaland, like, scores. Because, you know, he's the captain of my FPL team. So I was like, please score. Just score one. And maybe then you can draw the game. But please, you be the one to score. I, I'm just waiting for next week when United absolutely destroy Arsenal. We'll come to that in a bit. We'll come to that. And I think we'll just round up with the big one in terms of well, no, let's just talk a bit about, you know, the we'll talk we'll talk about about three more things before we just round up on this side. West Ham's counter attacking football. You know, I said this I said this and I think I commented on some posts on this. Every away team this weekend, no well not this weekend, on Saturday came and played counter attack. They came and decided we're going to play counter attack football. Every if you notice every team Every away team tried to play like that on Saturday. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's basically the idea, though. If you're away from home, you don't really want to come to an opposition pitch and be playing possession football. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, I get that. But still, like, it's just it was just really weird how all of that. I mean, you expect that some of them will be like, okay, no, we're going to go out, we'll keep the ball, have these guys on the rope, have the chances. But no, they actually all came and played counter-attacking football. And out of, I mean, out of all of them, pretty much only West Ham and Spurs actually won the game, you know. Credit, credit though to West Ham because they looked like, they looked really proper. Like, they executed. Honestly, after, after that, I saw a um, picture, 30 minutes into the game, West Ham had 12 passes completed. Brighton had 200 and something, 100 and something, and West Ham were winning. I was so confused after that. That's what I'm saying. They executed their game plan to the T, bruh. Ex- to the T. Nothing, no stone on left unturned. They executed it properly. And, and you know, James Ward-Prowse looked, he, he fits like a glove 
to that West Ham team. Like, oh my God, he look he fits he looks so good in that West Ham midfield. Yeah, he fits in last season, same this like two seasons. Does he see how what's has fit in that squad? Like he's been there for a long time. Exactly. Yeah, I know. Credit credit to West Ham too. They use their rice money to rebuild their midfield properly. Like we're all wondering yeah, not when. Like, not like um how Arsenal always spend the money on Kai Havertz um Declan Rice, but oh well, we move. As I was saying, we're we're all wondering how, when West Ham will do their business and what do do you know how slow they were in like their transfer business but now it looks really good invested their money properly you know signing of kudos from ajax signing of the mexican guy from also ajax and then also james or prowse to alvarez the mexican guy alvarez so credit to west ham to play proper football on saturday i actually enjoyed watching that game enjoyed it also then chelsea last but well, not last but not this but yeah Chelsea, let's just talk about Chelsea for a bit. They looked good, you know, Sterling looked good. Proper Sterling is looking like time has up. Yeah. Looked looked real good. Like taking on players, beating defenders. Really good, really good game for him, I think. Do you do you still think Chelsea will make top four? I said that Chelsea will make top four, yeah. No, I I, I mean I did. I think I was the one that said Chelsea. I switched Chelsea and Liverpool. You said uh, you said they were in a rebuilding phase, so they probably won't. So you think they'll make top four? Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be top six. I'm not really sure top four, but I know they'll be top six. That's okay. I don't and think Arsenal is going to be in top four. Moving on to like last thing on this on this segment of the show, Newcastle Liverpool. That was a game, wasn't it? Not really. That was that was a game. There we knew now. He saved Liverpool. Wait, wait, no, no. Do you know? Do you know why I call it a game? Do you know why I call it a game? The first minute, well, first five, ten minutes, Trent, Trent was almost sent off. He was lucky not to be sent off. You know, with the first yellow card and then the almost second yellow card, the foul on Gordon, and then Gordon had him on ropes. That's not like Anthony Gordon had him on ropes. Hundred percent, I agree. Newcastle had. Liverpool are ropes for like ninety five percent of the game. Yep. Before even before Van Dijk was sent off, which I, I personally I feel that wasn't a foul, but but yeah, so they had um Liverpool had Newcastle sorry, Newcastle had Liverpool ropes and until the when Darwin Nunez came on and pretty much changed the whole game. I was quite shocked, you know, I was honest, because now he has pretty much elevated his you know, his stock. He's now a big boy in the league. I told a couple of people last year, once Nina settles in, it'll be a problem in the Premier League. People thought I was mentally not okay. I mean, I, st- I, I necessarily don't agree with that. Yeah, I still think he won't. I, I mean, Gary Neville said it. He said he probably, he's afraid of Darwin Nunes. I still feel that's not true. I still feel like he's, he's not there yet. Like, he still has a, a while to go. You are, we are, I mean, we are seeing flashes of it, but I don't think we are there yet. So. Yeah. It's not at least. Yeah, I still think but we could. Get there. Yeah, def- definitely we'll get there. But as, as of this season, I don't think he would be that guy, you know. But um, credit to credit to Liverpool. Like, everyone had them 
out of that game. Like everyone had them out of it. And Newcastle to just I think I, I don't know if it's more of like Liverpool or or Darwin Nunes masterclass or Newcastle's meltdown. Which which would you say? Nunes masterclass, that's fair. Well, let's let's quickly just go through our players of the game for each game. You know, Chelsea Luther, player of your player of the game. Sterling again. Sterling. One more spurs. Ooh, James Madison. James Madison. Arsenal Fulham. Nobody. Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. Arsenal Fulham. I think I have to give it to um Dicky Villa Reed. I have to give it to Reed. Okay. I give it to Fabio Villa. Moving on. No, I was actually going to give Joe Paulinho, but thank you for calling. That's a that's a honorable mention for Fabio Vieira. He came on and changed the game. That's a honorable mention. But I was going to give it to Jao Polinia, but yeah. Everton Wolves. Uh Neto. Met Neto. Brentford Palace. Flecker. Brentford Keeper. United Forest. Mm, Bruno. Bruno. Brighton West Ham. Brighton West Ham. I have to give it to Nicola Antonio. Antonio Michel Antonio, okay. Yeah, he did the counter that really pulled out the ball. Yeah. Bonnie Villa. Matty Cash. Matty Cash. I was glad that that's a good one because he had a really good game, so I'm happy for him. Two goals. Not necessarily not what you see every game week, you know, Matty Cash is always scoring two goals. So I'm really happy for him. Sheffield City. Rodri. Rodri, definitely. Definitely. Newcastle, Liverpool. Darwin Nunes. Darwin Nunes. Fair. That's good. Yeah, definitely Darwin Nunes. So let's move on now to our match week four predictions. This is the last match week before the international break. Yes, this is the match. This is the last match week before the international break. So. Let's go to our match week four predictions, starting with, starting with. Okay. Are you, are you going to give scores? Like, before we go, are you going to give scores for all these games? I will give you scores and everything you need. I can't even tell you how many passes we completed. If that's what you want, David. Although we just, we just want to discuss, right? Scores? Okay. Yeah, just want to discuss. So. so, yeah. So, starting with Luton Town West Ham this Friday. I love Friday games, you know. I love when like the match week is starting for starts Friday and ends Sunday. I don't like going starting Saturday and ending Monday. It makes me so annoyed. Losing time with some losing time home. Finally, they have their home. Yeah, their home advantage. So yes. I would say West Ham win two one. West Ham win two one. Sheffield, Everton. That is a tough one. What I saw Chelsea and Everton play against me, they look shabby. So I would say. Mm, a draw there. Probably 1-1 one, one or 0. 1-1 one, one or zero, 0. Okay, Masti Fulham. Manchester City to win 2-0. Chelsea Forest. Forest win 3-2. Forest win 3-2. Chelsea at home. 3-2 to Forest. Okay. Anthony Longa to score. Okay, Bordley Tottenham. Forest win. One, yeah. Okay. Bradford, Bournemouth. So, sorry, just to reiterate, 
Tottenham Burnley. You said Tottenham to win one nil. Okay, Brentford Bournemouth. Ooh, that's a tough one. Brentford win three one. Three one. Okay, Brentford win three one. Brighton Newcastle. Ooh, that's juicy. That is the game. That is the game of the week. That's juicy. The game of the week is obviously Arsenal United, but second game no, of no, the week. No. But in Newcastle. I'll give it to Newcastle what we've done from last week. But in the conflict from last week. I mean they both lost they both lost badly. Two teams that both lost badly are looking for a comeback. So Brighton and October the average stadium. I think I have to give it to Newcastle to win two one. Okay, Crystal Palace Wolves. Wolverhampton win one nil. Okay. Liverpool or Villa? Ooh. Villa win. 3-1. Villa win 3-1. I mean, Liverpool is our, our, our home, yeah. I think Villa win 3-1, yeah. Okay, Arsenal United. My game of the week. I have nothing to say about that game. Okay, so we'll leave that, we'll leave that for defense to give their own predictions, right? Okay. I'm 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 not going to also give my own prediction for that game. I have it in my head, but I'm not going to give it. I'm going to leave that for you guys. Mind. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much all we have for you guys this week. Yes. As usual, we appreciate you guys for your love and your support. Again, stay tuned for the bonus episode Friday. The transfer deadline is closed. Well no. What am I saying? I'm speaking loud. This Friday, the transfer window is closing. So stay tuned for an announcement on a very special episode covering the transfer deadline. We'll bring you all the late, all the news that day, all the juicy transfers that we hope will take place that day. So stay tuned for that. And we'll definitely see you guys next week again to break down Matrix 4. Again, Spy hasn't given his prediction for united arsenal but that's that's definitely the game of the week so hope you guys watch it and again thank you guys for your support united to win. Well, thank you so much united to win, united to win. so yeah Spy, any other thing you want to add than saying the bootload of you know what you just said arsenal have a lot of things to learn kai Harvard is feeling a big man shoot Arsenal fans, please give Kai Havertz some time. Yeah, that's basically it. Um, one more thing, Arsenal was not making top four. Yeah, that's, that's basically all I have to add on. Again, thank you guys for your support. We greatly appreciate it. Spurs just said a bootload of, you know, stuff that I necessarily don't agree with. But we, again, we appreciate your support. I appreciate all the love and the support you guys showed to us. We'll see you guys next week to recap and break down Matrix 4. Wow, already into Matrix 4. That's crazy. 34 more game weeks to go. 